Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan here in Melbourne, Australia, melbourneundergroundchurch.com. I have another message for you this morning. I'm coming out with quite a few lately, more than twice a week. Now, I just really want to help you out. And uh, this is straight from the fire of the throne room of God. Isaiah chapter 33 says he's a a an unquenchable fire who can dwell in the fire of god we're actually born for the fire made for the fire god is a consuming fire he's said his name is jealous now listen you are a spirit man you are a spirit man so when you speak your spirit is made manifest God couldn't find Adam in the garden and he located him with his voice. Where are you, Adam? I'm over here. (laughs) I'm over here. In the spirit realm, your voice is how you are located. Remember. Even an evil spirit, even an evil spirit in a man is located by its voice. Jesus said, who are you? And the man at the Gerasenes, he, he, he didn't say anything, but the spirits inside of him said, we are legion. The reason I say this to you this morning is because... God is a spirit, and his spirit is a spirit, and his word is his spirit. His word is referred to as the sword of the spirit. So how do you locate his word? You have to speak it. That's why Jesus said, every idle word that you speak, you will be held account for that word. You will be held accountable. He said, my words will never pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven is a spiritual realm created by the word of God. Earth is a physical realm created by the word of God, but both of those will pass away. But his word will never pass away. His spirit will never pass away. But you and I, we are holding his spirit in our tongue. That's why James says, you know, blessing and cursing shouldn't flow out of the same mouth. Salt water and fresh water do not flow out of the same brook. He said this should not be. 
So what I'm saying to you is that you are a threat to the enemy as long as you are speaking the word of God. And that is the kingdom of God. The word of God is the kingdom of God. The Holy Spirit is the word of God. The Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. The Holy Spirit is the sword that is referred to in Ephesians chapter 6. The Holy Spirit is the two-edged sword that comes out of Jesus' mouth in the Bible. It makes sense. So you are a spirit and your spirit is one with the Father's spirit, with the Son's spirit and with the Holy Spirit. Don't get don't get confused by Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Remember, Jesus Christ is referred to as the heavenly, everlasting Father. Isaiah chapter 9 says, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. You know, the Holy Spirit, according to Romans, is teaching us how to be fathered by God. The Holy Spirit teaches us how to be a son. So you and I are going to be made one with Christ. You and I are the bride of Christ. We have been located by God and our spirits are one with his spirit and we will be married to the bridegroom and we will be one with him. Our spirit and his spirit, we will be one with him. We are already one with him in body. We have eaten his body and we have drunk his blood and we have therefore become one with him. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We we speak mysteries. We speak mysteries. We move mountains. His word is confirmed with signs and wonders following. You know, this is really the main reason that we need to die to ourself. You know, what is your self if it's not your soul? You know, your self is, you know, I want to go to the movies. I want a BMW, Maserati. I, I is myself, is me. It is my soul. You know, your, your spirit can't drive a Maserati. You know, your, your, your spirit can't, in a sense, you know, go to the movies. You need your eyes. You need your body to sit in the Maserati. You know, this is about your natural realm. This is about your mind, your emotions, your will. These are the parts of you that Jesus has commanded you, asked you, Demanded, commanded you to to deny. So you have to wake up in the morning and pray in the spirit. 
You have to wake up in the morning and and speak out the word of God. You are a threat to the enemy to the extent that you speak out the word of God. That's why it's so important to get the word of God sown deep inside of you. That's the person of the Holy Spirit. That's the Father and the Son. That's all of the word of God, the Bible. You begin to read the word of God. You begin to speak the word of God. You begin to meditate on the word of God. You begin to sing the word of God. And then as you go outside your house, as you minister to people, as you meet with people, you are the light of the world. You are a city on a hill that can't be hidden. And and you speak the word of God to them. You don't speak the word of Jonathan. You speak the word of God. So when someone is sick, you have the healer on the inside of you. Freely you've received, freely give. It doesn't matter what you think you've received because you've already received all things. Paul said if you have been given Christ, then how will he not also give you all things? All things. All things are yours Things present and things to come are yours. You've been given everything pertaining to life and godliness. So you've received the healer. If you see somebody with social problems, you 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 draw down deep inside of yourself and you you give them acceptance. You give them permission. You give them adoption. You, you, you encourage them. You speak a word of encouragement over them. You pray for them. You lay hands on the sick and you see them recover. And you, you tell them that God loves them. You tell them the good news of the kingdom of God, that they can live forever, that God is not holding their sins against them, but they can become one with God and be part of the family of God, that he calls them children of God. If, if they believe in Jesus, they become children of God. So your purpose here today, your purpose on the earth is to, to be a carrier of the word of God, to allow the word of God to come up. That's why Jesus is saying that he is looking for those who would bear fruit. He is pruning the branches. He's rebuking those he loves. He's chastising his sons because he wants you to speak the word. Maybe you spoke the word in the past and you haven't for a while, but he is going to be looking for fruit. And the only the only way fruit comes is when you speak his word, not man's word, not your opinion, not politics, not the news, not the media. It is when you speak the eternal, powerful word of Jesus Christ, when you speak the sword of the spirit, where you take that sword, and you divide between bone and marrow, soul and spirit, where you tell people the truth. You know, I'm, I'm encouraged by, by Martin Isles. I'm in, encouraged by people who speak the truth. You know, Billy Graham, he just pretty much literally just read the Bible. I mean, seriously, if you watch some of his videos, his crusades, the late Billy Graham. I mean, yes, he, he, he was a preacher, he was a storyteller, but, you know, 90% of it, God, 99, 95% of it, he's, he's, he is just telling people the, 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 
literal translation of the New Testament over and over again. The Word of God is powerful. It is useful for teaching, correcting, and rebuking. The Word of God is the Spirit of God. It is Jesus, and it is inside of you. Will you, if you're a Christian today, you know, will you allow Him to manifest? Don't, you know, don't look for signs and wonders. He's, you speak the Word, manifest the Word today, and the angels and, and God will confirm the Word with signs and wonders following. Your responsibility is to go into all of the world and to preach the gospel, that the gospel is the kingdom. The gospel is the word of the kingdom, which is Jesus Christ, which is the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus Christ crucified, risen from the dead, seated at the right hand of God. He sent the Holy Spirit to confirm your words with signs and wonders following. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I hope that you grasp the full, heavy weight of, of this word and allow it to change you today. Allow the word to change you. Don't go outside of yourself looking for man's opinions, looking for interpretations and doctrines. Rather than going outside and looking for things to, to confirm your word, why don't you allow the word of God to confront you? Allow the Word of God to change you, to challenge you. Allow Jesus to shine His light on you. You know, that's our position with Christ. We say, burn me, Lord. Here I am. Look in my heart. Expose anything that's not of you. Cut me to the heart. I want to be like those on the road to Emmaus whose hearts burned because you were, you were speaking to us the Word of truth. We want to be like those in the book of Acts whose hearts were cut because of Peter's preaching. God, we want your word to to be the sword of the Spirit that divides between bone and marrow. Like David prayed, search me in the night that there would be no, search me to see if there's any evil way in me. We run into the light. We run into the word of God. We run into Jesus Christ into the Father. And similarly, we are not ashamed to be the light. We are not upset or concerned about other people's response, but we will shine the light on people. We will shine the light on situations. It's not about, you know, being angry or speaking against people. You are just loving people by giving freely what you have freely received. It's not up to you. It's not up to you what they do with it. You know, the Bible's clear. You know, it's not your responsibility to what to to control their reaction, but it is, you know, our responsibility to to tell them the truth. Jesus, I love what my friend Manfred said, Jesus never went around asking if he could pray for people. People came to Jesus. People came to the light. People came to the word of God in him and to him and said, would you heal me, son of David? You know, we, we, don't, we don't go around, you know what I mean, trying to ask people, can we do a miracle for you? We're not gypsies. 
We're not tarot card readers. We are the sons of God. And people will come to your light. As Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He will by no means turn you away. So allow God to bring his sheep to you today. Yes, we go into all the world. Yes, we, we, we tell men everywhere that they need to be saved. But would you just allow yourself to shine today? Be the light. He will bring people to you. It doesn't mean you don't go if you're an evangelist or if you have neighbours. You, you should be praying for them proactively. I'm not saying not to go. But I'm just saying Jesus never went around trying to force feed people. If you read the Bible, people came to him. He often healed them and did not tell him his, them his name. He healed them. He, you know, he laid hands on the sick and healed them and then he left and disappeared. And then when the Pharisees interrogated the person who was healed saying, who healed you? They said, I don't even know. And then later on they saw him and they said, oh, it was that guy. You know, so what I'm trying to say to you is just be light be the word of God. Be a carrier of the word of God today and let your light shine before men. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father. This is a very powerful, deep message. Let it change us today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Jonathan. You've been listening. Check out Melbourne Underground Church. That's Melbourne, Australia. Bye for now.